welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Good morning, detailers. This is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. And as I back out of my driveway, I can't be more excited and ready for another week. It is Monday, time for Monday motivation. If you need it, hopefully you don't. Hopefully you really enjoy what you're doing in your life. You love detailing, you're in a great spot in your business. And hopefully as you're going into your week, that it's excitement that you're ready to go and you're not dreading it. And, you know, hey, if you are, maybe make some changes. Maybe do something else. Maybe try and figure out why you're not. Maybe you know why. Maybe you're in, in trouble. Uh, I hope the best for you. If anything I can do to help, please let me know. Um, for those of us that are excited and ready to go into the week, I think of people like uh, Mark Bradley from uh, uh, Precision he is a young kid that, you know, has his his eyes wide open, uh, still wet behind the ears type of kid, right? Super young, but full of excitement and drive to be a detailer and have a career and have a business and everything that goes into it. And so you, you watch this kid over the past six months or so. He, he's really grown in his marketing. He's grown in his understanding of customers. He's also had some patience. So Mark is now moving into his first shop. And what I really respect about it is its simplicity. So it's a nice, clean shop. It's got just the right amount of lighting, nothing over the top. Right? Everything's clean, but not, wow, Mark, you really spent a shit ton of money. You know, there's there's plenty of shops that can open with way too much overhead, right? Way too much of a risk because you've spent a lot of resources. There's There's also shops that grow into it, right? Um, you can spend more resources and upgrade your shop, but I think the ones that do better are the ones that, that grow their business in. All right. So when I thought of this Monday motivation talk was I was looking at him and thinking about all the different other guys that message back and forth. Many of them, many of you that I've talked to, you, you're, you're half pregnant. That's what Gary B would say, right? Like you're, you're, I want to go more. I want to do this. I'm just not sure how, or, uh, we get plenty of times, plenty of times. Uh, how do I get more customers? How do I grow? When, when do we, when do we take that next step? When do we take the risk? How do we evaluate, okay, 
I think I need to do something. I really want to do it. When's the right time for me to do it? And there's no answer to that. There's no answer. There's no right time, wrong time. It's it's whatever you choose to do. As detailers who have chosen it as a business, right? Uh, in other worlds, you might call us entrepreneurs or um, just old school business owners. Right? If, if you own a business, a detailing shop, mobile, you take care of customers out of your garage, whatever you're doing, that it's your it's your business, right? Um, we have to we have to know. Well, no, we don't have to know. Well, you got to know that you got to know something, right? Uh, yeah. You got to know that you're going to have risk in no matter what you do. Okay? Your risk could be in such a prosperous time of detailing that we have right now, unheard of, absolutely unheard of amount of income and revenue coming through the stream. Right? The most prosperous time, and you're just doing a car day, you're only doing cars on the weekend, you know, you, you haven't taken that risk to allow your team members to work through the week, and they only can work on the weekends because that's, you know, that's when you're open. There's shops that are that way. Um, there's shops that are, we only do one car. And we haven't developed a system yet to maintain cars and to have a mobile unit going out and doing maintenance on the cars that we've been working on in a, a very high-end shop. Uh, there's, there's shops that, that try and go after a pinnacle because we can, right? It's, it's the most proper time. The amount of money you can get paid per car is, is ridiculous. But then the risk, how how does that guy, right? How does how does that guy who we see and their work is phenomenal and their their branding is incredible? How do we see that shop? in a couple years if the economy has a downturn. You know, will the customer base continue to, to pay that price tag? And will it be a sustainable model? Because we've got a lot of people headed in that direction with a lot of ooh on, you know, doing high-end work because, because this is the time to do it. And I think it's absolutely amazing and to watch their skill and to watch how they can transform pain is just phenomenal. I hope that our friends in the industry that are doing this are going to be sustainable later that they have built into their business a way of maintaining all these customers, right? You don't want to have a shop that you open and you only see customers every year 
every couple years, one time, oh, that would suck. You are always having to get new people. You're like, yeah, I'm booked out two weeks. I get it, man. You should be right now. You should be. Hopefully a lot of those shops, which we're hearing from Nick at Vegas Rides, he says a lot of those are actually tied in with motorsport companies or, you know, they're being fed from dealerships. And and hopefully they then can facilitate those customers coming back in for maintenance washes and servicing that vehicle later. I mean, hopefully that's built in for them. I, I look at Mark's shop and I, I, I like what he's done. I like the risk that he took. He was patient, right? Him and I have talked, he was gonna wait. He wanted to do it before, but he, you know, he's been out of his parents' garage uh, on a dirt road and he's now been patient enough to get through the slow season. It's on the, we're into March. So it's going to start picking up and now he's making a move. And it's a risk. It's a chess move. It's a play. Could have stayed doing what he was doing. He could have just been doing a car a day. He could, or he can make a calculated risk and take a chance on something. So we get to watch his journey now. When does he get comfortable? Does he get comfortable of having a shop and doing a couple cars and maybe even when does he take that chance of bringing in a teammate, a full-time team member that helps him produce the work that he wants his brand to be known as because at that point it's no longer what he's doing as a detailer but now it becomes what his company's brand is doing there's a big difference there's a big difference in that shift a sustainable model isn't one that's built around a person a sustainable model is one that's built around a brand. Models that are built around a person's identity, well, that's only as valid as the perception of that person. And everything that is done, said, actions, it's all revolved around that person's face and you're tied with them. It's so-and-so's detail or just they go by their name, you know, and they have all this other stuff that they do, but it's all based on their name. These type of situations, hmm, do you find in, uh, in bigger business? Or do bigger business owners generally step out of having their face on the cover? And it's more about the brand and how the whole process of their business is operating. Okay? 
Do you want your customers to only know you? Or do you want them to know your company, which can be made up of multiple team members doing growth and work for you while you're there with them growing and working for the brand? Okay? So when Nick and I talk about Nick from Vegas Rides, and we talk in our videos about uh, detailing for business or detailing for ego, When when you look at how to make a risk move, how to how do I set up my shop? How do I how do I know when to bring on a team member? How what model do I choose? How how do I how do I get more customers? Right? When when you ask those questions and you build it around your own face. You're limited only on what you can do. It's a, it's, it's a weak model. The stronger model is build around your brand. So your team members all are associated with the brand. What you guys do on a regular basis is about the brand. It's, it's what your customers are going to know. When, when you decide on what lighting to put up in your shop, do you do the $1,000 of lighting or you do the $100 which is good for your brand because of budget and quality and you get good good results versus amazing lighting that you know cost shit ton of money there's a lot of lighting you can get off of amazon or home depot that will produce just as good as results you know do you do you continue to stay at a one to two car a day on the back of your your own labor versus three cars a day and a team member and you're being able to spend your time working on marketing or editing photos or Maybe your team member also takes photos and you guys, yeah, you spend a little bit on them and you only produce a little bit more. But it's it's a risk that has the chance of sustainability because if you can develop that person and you're able to produce more work and you're able to build marketing out of it, it gives you a greater opportunity than to bring in a second person. And then with three people on a car or two and you're full-time out doing full sales, you know? I mean, there's all different variables when you build it around a brand and not around your own image, your own persona. Lots of risk that to me is is the right move. So Monday Motivation, I am here at the warehouse and uh, I'm going to get into get moving on our week. I think I want to just say this when I when I look back over what we talked about is. 
risk are what you're going to have to take. Calculated risk are the best, but sometimes gut, you go with gut, but having patience like Mark did, then not overexpending, right? Shop's nice. It's not over the top incredible. Doesn't need to be. This is for shop. He's young. He's growing. He's taking a chance. So when you think of what risk and what chance you want to take, take a chance. Go for it. Man, Mark, super proud of you. Really just excited for seeing what's going to come next for you and seeing what's going to come next for all everybody else. You know, there's a lot of shops that are starting to really move and grow. It's cool. It's a great time to be a detailer. So take that chance this week. Maybe the chance is for you to just decide that you're going to take the chance. What do you need to do to put your first step out, right? Like, okay, I want to bring on a team member. Okay, I want to leave my job. Okay, I want to... I want to have a second rig. Okay, I want to have a mobile service coming out of my correction facility. Okay, I want, you know, whatever it is that you decide that you want to take the risk on, what's the first step that you want to do? Well, what's the first step that you need to do? What's the first step? So shoot me a text, 918-800-1188, and let me know what your first step was. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, love to help you through that process and that journey. This is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. You can find me on that number or you can find me on Instagram at Total Auto Solutions or at Pints Polishing Podcast. TikTok at Detail Supply App. Or you can download uh, Mogi from the Detail Supply App. And uh, that's in your Apple or your Play Store. So hope you guys have a great day. And... Hopefully that this little Monday motivation has been good for you. (laughs) Have a great day.